0: We are joined by Deb Hutton on the Morning Brief, former senior advisor to two Ontario premiers, now in private practice as a communications advisor. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. All right. I won't pretend that I watched because, you know, like I always say, get back to me when you elect a leader. But last night, they did have five of the candidates for the Liberal leadership here in Ontario debating, and not surprisingly, most of them went after, well, four of them went after Bonnie Crombie because she is by far the front runner.
1: Yeah, and so that's pretty standard and and confirms, obviously, for the rest of us that that, in fact, is what their internal numbers tell them as as the other candidates. Uh, It was interesting because Bonnie's running, to a certain extent, on her experience, and they really tackled her on that and uh, tied her to Doug Ford by talking about both the green belt and her relationship with developers. Now, I thought she did a good job fighting back, sort of saying, we need business in this uh, province, we need builders, we need to work with people who can actually build housing. Uh, but it was an interesting dynamic.
0: Meanwhile, uh, Justin Trudeau certainly you know, did a lot yesterday to seem very, very busy. Uh, he made a whole bunch of announcements, and maybe we should pick through some of them. Um, again, I won't pretend to understand what it means if we waive the GST on new rental properties, but apparently developers say that will incentivize them to build some.
1: Well, but the, the prime minister had to turn himself into a bit of a pretzel to explain why when he announced this eight years ago in 2015, he didn't do it and now thinks it's the right plan today. So I I, I actually found yesterday a bit perplexing. You know, we have something in politics where you, you call it a dump day. So it's the Friday before a long weekend or a fr- even just a, a regular Friday at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And when you have some bad news, you just bundle it all together and you dump it. This seemed to be some opposite sort of tactic to a dump day that I had trouble understanding. Because if these are good announcements, why wouldn't you roll them out a day at a time so we'd be talking about it today on your show? One of them, John, perhaps the affordable housing piece, perhaps the uh, affordability with grocery stores piece on Monday, and something else on Tuesday. It just—it was weird. It was almost like, you know, he was in a panic of some sort. It was really odd.
0: Well, I, I think people felt that there was something very idle about the prime minister and about the federal government at the moment, so he had to look busy. Let me ask you about this grocery store business, because as I was saying a couple of minutes ago, everybody in Canada wants some sort of action to be taken about the price of food, and now I'm pretty confident that with Justin Trudeau wagging his finger at the grocery stores, everybody's going to say that Justin Trudeau went too far.
1: Well, it's possible. I mean. Uh those of us who believe in the concept of capitalism and letting the economy do its thing and and market demand and all those good principles will say and have will have always said that's the case. I think where uh, he, and I'll also give a little bit of, just a little bit of credit to Jagmeet Singh, the NDP leader, where they, I think, are in step with where Canadians are, is if we can do more with the Competition Bureau, if we have some holes in the Competition Bureau that would just by fixing those holes help us with greater competition in all industries, let alone grocery stores, I think Canadians would be open to that and welcome to that. The challenge is he hasn't done anything before. And in Jugmeat's case, he's going too far and getting right back to NDP basics of, you know, all corporations are bad, CEO greed, all those sort of traditional NDP things, which I think go too far. And a lot of folks,
0: myself included, tune out. Meanwhile, you spend some time in wine country and uh, there is a bill to apparently eliminate the basic tax on Ontario wines. I find it fascinating these days. We're trying to incentivize a bunch of industries. And so we're taxing, you know, we're canceling taxes here and there. And eventually, where's the revenue going to come from?
1: Yeah. I mean, you make a good point. There's an issue here, though, with Ontario wines and, and making sure that we have a level playing food with international wines. And right now there's an, a tax that wineries have to pay in their own retail stores. So they're not using the distribution network of the LCBO, which they have to otherwise. And, and it's, it's 6% on a bottle of wine, which is a hefty amount. And so we've seen this bill before. This is actually a reintroduce. It is a good idea. You're right. Whenever we cut taxes, we have a challenge. But if you want to support a growing industry, such as craft uh, wine, craft beer, craft spirits, we should do as much as we can to support that industry because ultimately they pay taxes of a different sort into the provincial and and federal coffers.
0: Meanwhile, Pierre Polyev is now saying that he wants an apology from the union at WestJet because they are interfering with his freedom of speech. Can we just agree this whole... Uproar is tedious and stupid?
1: <laughs> we can agree on that for sure, John. I mean, I don't even know where to start on this issue. So what Polyev did, which apparently was approved, by the way, by management of WestJet before he did it, and I know you've pointed out this in the past, on a plane that was largely full and actually put on the schedule uh, uh, to support the delegates coming home from Quebec City, from the Conservative uh Conference last weekend. So, you know, a pretty, a pretty easy way to say, of course, this is just a little bit of fun. This is not, you know, a platform endorsing Pierre Polyev on WestJet's part. It's, it's having fun. And even if I'd been a non-conservative, you know, flip the, flip the wheel here and say it was, it was Trudeau doing it on a plane. I realize that's unlikely on the commercial let's say let's say it was jagmeet singh mm-hmm. i would find it amusing i would find it entertaining i would think isn't that fun and don't we all need a little bit fun when we're flying these days in the air so it's so ridiculous that anybody made a big deal out of it in the first place Deb, then you have the yes oh, go sorry, ahead we no keep going I was going to say, then we have the unions yeah. demanding an apology, which is ridiculous. Yeah. We have political scientists saying this is ridiculous. And now we have Polly I think, going too far. He should have just laughed it off and saying, I need to have my freedom of speech. Well, you actually don't get that on an airplane. Like, just call it what it is, a lot of fun, and everybody should relax.
0: Yeah, I don't know why everything has to be a crisis these days. And you're right. I think Polyev's better strategy would have been to say, hey, I was having a good time. Thanks a lot for coming out. Let's keep moving. But now it's a freedom issue.
1: Everything's a freedom
0: issue, John. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now we're at a runway. Thank you so much. Good to have you. Have a great weekend. You too, John. And incidentally, we're going to advance this story about Uh, taxation and wine at 720 this morning, going to be talking to the person who's proposing the legislation, MPP Wayne Gates. And then we're going to go back to our old friend, uh, Paul Speck, who is one of the owners of Henry of Pelham. I would imagine he's probably on board. I think anybody is on board for less taxes in their particular sector. But I also come back to things like You know, Justin Trudeau announcing yesterday they're going to extend the deadline for trying to work out your COVID business loans. Um, We keep on coming up with initiatives, which of course, or forgiving the GST on rental properties. Okay. Again, somewhere we're going to have to figure out how to make up the shortfall in whatever taxation we are giving back to people. I always say, you know, when people celebrate, I mean, who wouldn't celebrate reduced taxes, except somehow we've got to pay for the services we expect from our governments. Cutting taxes is very, very easy. People always, when conservatives arrive on the scene and start cutting taxes, everyone's like, see, they're, they're taking action. This is fantastic. Yeah, because cutting taxes is really, really easy. Paying the bills is a challenge.